We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tons of people take a multivitamin. Me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie. Andrew and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Hey, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot her out! <laughs> You're hearing the 
the breaking news siren. If you're in the Twitter spaces, you don't hear it, but it's great. I promise you. We have breaking Saints news. We are in Twitter spaces. Andrew said, well, we have to do an emergency Twitter space because all hell is breaking loose on Saints Twitter. We're at each other's throats. The Saints are chasing Deshaun Watson hard. Before I get to the breaking news, I want to remind people, support Saints Happy Hour. We're the best Saints podcast anywhere. We do breaking news. We do more shows. We're going to have it covered this week like nobody else. If you want Saints podcast every day, go to saintshappyhour.com. Sign up. I promise you it'll be worth the money. We have a private Discord channel. It's amazing. But Andrew, I'm going to trump you a little bit. I got sources. You are usually Mr. Newsbreaker. We don't break a lot of news around here, but I I got a little birdie on Twitter told me, Mickey Loomis is in Houston. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. I got a guy in Houston that's connected. He texted me. He said, Ralph, Mickey Loomis is in Houston. Now, doesn't mean the Saints are going to get Deshaun Watson. Doesn't mean it's but Andrew. It feels like we'll get to all the, the layers of it in a minute. The trade, the ickiness off the field, the, the all of it, the, 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 the conflicts of it. But it feels like right now, Andrew, at 8.36 p.m. on a Sunday, the Saints are at, like, first and goal at the five for Deshaun Watson. That's what it feels like to me. You, you, you said the seven, and I said the three, so I think we've settled the five. The five. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, so what I've been told uh, is that the Panthers and Saints offers have both been accepted. So, it, basically, it's in – you know he has a no-trade clause. Deshaun Watson does, and so – Where we're at with this is Deshaun Watson basically has to pick between the two teams. And I think if you're putting the Panthers up against the Saints, uh, there's a lot of reasons to pick New Orleans. Now, he did play at Clemson. Charlotte's pretty close, so proximity-wise. But he's from Atlanta. He's from the Atlanta area, I believe. So, But, look, I I think all signs at this point are pointing to the Saints. I I would be surprised at this point if he's not – a quarterback for the Saints. So for, for those of you, like you said, we're going to get into it, but I think for those of you that aren't mentally prepared for, for this, I think you need to start preparing yourself uh, because it, it is very real. It is very possible. As you said, Mickey Loomis is potentially meeting with him right now. We know he's in Houston, uh, but uh, I would say it's more likely than not that Deshaun Watson is your next quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, listen, before we get to – the not fun stuff and it's a lot there's a lot there's a lot lot to it and i'm gonna write a whole column about it because i'm a sports hypocrite and it's it's difficult but before we get to that let's all unite as one saints twitter if the saints pull this off andrew we are gonna dunk on the cap nerds all day and all night they said you don't have the money, Saints. You can't do anything. You're irrelevant. Hide the money. There's poor people around. The Saints, if they pull this off, Andrew, the cap nerds, they are defeated forever. Forever. I kind of feel like they are already defeated forever. <laughs> like no matter what happens, because the fact that they're even offering first-round picks and trying to trade for a guy that carries $35 million against the cap, in a, in a year where they were 35 million or sorry 75 yeah. million over like i even if this doesn't pan out 
it's like we know how much money they can absorb that's, because they're about to trade for this contract. So right. I, I feel like regardless of how things play out from here, the cap nerds lose, period. Nothing, 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 nothing is going to stop McKinney. Nothing stops them. And here's the thing. Now, now we get to the, the, the difficult part. But I, I want to say this is that the Saints, I, I said this before before a while back and it kind of died down and I didn't think it was possible but the Saints they just have no fear like Mickey Loomis he has no fear like they just they see what they want and they go and get it and they don't have fear and they just make it happen cap wise pick wise whatever but here's the here's the thing with with this whole Watson thing the the off the field stuff if you haven't read there are some things that are too good to keep a secret Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Ed, the complaint, it's unspeakably awful. It's, it's terrible in every way. And part of me, Andrew, I'm very conflicted because I'm just like... He's gonna, he's gonna be the face of the fam- franchise. And yeah, I didn't really care about Carl Granderson when the Saints waited for him to get out of prison. But he was a UDFA, and I didn't expect him to make the freaking team. So I just view it different. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe yeah. we should all view every a sexual assault the same. And that's probably right, and that's what we should do. But we don't. We're human nature. We make exceptions. We bend our morality for things we want. And I'm just conflicted of having this guy who's kind of gross. He's going to be the face of the Saints for the next decade. And it makes me real uncomfortable. And the fact that I just, I need something from him to acknowledge what he's done and at least give me a sense of it ain't going to happen again. Because here's the thing with, with you talk about Granderson. You talk about Jameis. Jameis has passed. It's not as many women as Deshaun Watson, but it's still gross as hell if you want whatever term you want to use. I don't know what other word to use. It's disgusting. Sketchy. 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 Yeah. Sketchy. But here's the thing. When they signed Jameis, they made Jameis their third string quarterback, and they gave him less of a bonus than they gave Throckmorton, who played guard for them, who was a UDFA. So if Jameis would have done anything, another sexual 
uh, misconduct, a DWI, whatever. The Saints could have ejected on Jameis like that. Carl Granderson, still, same thing. He's convicted. He spent time in prison, right? If he messes up, they can kick him to the curb, no problem. Here's the thing. If you give up three number ones for Deshaun Watson and two number twos and a player, and he screws up again, the Saints franchise is screwed for the next decade. And you may say, a lot of people today on Twitter said, well, Ralph, you're just va- you, you value one sexual assault more or less because of it could hurt the Saints. And I'm like, not really. It's just that here's the thing. I'm a Saints fan. I'm not leaving if they get Deshaun Watson. I want them to be competitive. I don't want their future ruined because this guy has a problem and can't stop. And that's the risk, Andrew. That's the risk that they're putting on the line if they trade for Deshaun Watson. Make no mistake about it. He is everything for the next five to ten years. Everything depends on his health, playing well, and not being a deviant off the field. And you add that all these things, that, and it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't want him to be in the franchise face of the franchise. I'm really, really not in favor of this, but I'm also not going to walk away. So I know I'm a hypocrite. Like, I'm not giving up the Saints. As long as the Saints are in New Orleans, I'm a Saints fan. And that's how a lot of us are. So I, I think it's okay to be conflicted and work through it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand on some level, like I understand all, all the arguments, um, you know, guilty until proven innocent. I think you're seeing a lot of that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of people are throwing that out there. And you know, my only thing, my only response to that would be that we know that when it comes to sexual abuse and women, the judicial system fails them more times than not. And so like, I'm not saying that specifically is the case with Deshaun Watson here, but I, I'm just saying for the people that are just saying guilty, like the judicial system fa- fails in cases like these. And I feel like these kinds of cases are the hardest to prove because it's all about consent or not consent. And if there's not physical evidence, then it just comes down to he said, she said. And mm-hmm. that's why a lot of times these cases get thrown out. And that doesn't mean that someone is innocent of it. Right. So Let's just take that at face value, okay? I don't know what Deshaun Watson did. Obviously, none of us do. And he has his side of the story, and he won't even have his day in court, because but but they will still have you know the, the civil suits, and, and he may still be found guilty. So that whole process needs to play out, and I would assume that he's still eligible to be suspended by the NFL, depending yep. on how that whole thing plays out. So you know, yep. you're giving up three, three first-round picks. What if he gets suspended for a year on the heels of this? So that, that all remains to be seen. Um, we, we don't know how it's going to play out. But at the very least, and, you know, I'll borrow the term when there's smoke, there's fire. Ralph, Ralph this is like a forest fire in California. I mean, that's this, right. This, that's is, right. this is 20. This, there's no smoke here. You're, you're in the middle of the forest and the whole thing is ablaze because it's 22 women. So are they all conspiring together? Were they put up to it? Like that feels a little tinfoil hat wearing to me. Um, some, some people are, are trying to argue that look again, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a legal expert. I, I, I obviously, I wasn't there, but, uh, it, it's at the very least, I think we can all say that the allegations are disturbing and, and, and we're all uncomfortable with this on some level. I think some of us are probably justifying it with the 
innocent until proven guilty. I think some of us are justifying it with, with like, it's really icky, but it's not like I'm going to stop rooting for the Saints. To your point about Carl Granderson, this is a little bit different for me. And I, I know, look, this is the way of the world. It's unfair. I get that. But like, we're talking about your starting quarterback. And Jameis, again, Jameis, like you said, is different because Jameis was a third string quarterback. They gave him a minimum deal. This is trading away everything to give this guy the keys to the franchise. He is your face of your franchise. And yes, I believe your starting quarterback that you're paying $35 million a year for is held to a higher standard, fairly or unfairly, to every other player in the building. That's just the truth. And off the um, so, field, work ethic, leadership, everything. Yeah, everything. So look, it's not just look, this. It's everything. Sexual assault, sexual abuse, like mm -hmm. a, a crime is a crime. And so regardless, I, I don't think his victims care, his alleged victims care right. if it's Deshaun Watson or some other guy. Like it's all the same to them. But I think when you're the Saints, like you've got to be really careful about who you pick as the face of your franchise. And I, again, like maybe that's not fair. But that's the way of the world. Um, you know, in general, my personal disposition is I tend to not really care about players off the field. I'm just speaking honestly, like I I root for the emblem, that's I right. root for the laundry. And so as a in general, like I'm not spending too much time like I let the legal system work out like what they need to do. I let the NFL mm -hmm. suspend players as as necessary. Like I'm not judge, jury, and executioner here. You know, I well, I watched, I turn on the TV to watch the Saints. It's a TV show, and I I root for them to win. And when the game's over, I do a podcast about it and all that. But like, it really doesn't matter that much to me, like what Cam Jordan does off the clock. You know, well, like yeah. I, I love the stories that they're good people. I love that they're in the community, like helping New Orleans. I certainly don't want to bring a guy to New Orleans that's potentially a menace to society. Like that doesn't feel good, but like, I don't know that that's what Deshaun Watson is. I, I worry that he might be. And so I, I think, I think it's, I think it's a given that on some level, we all feel a little uncomfortable with this. Some of us are raising our hands and saying categorically, I will not root for the saints. If this guy's on the team, I've, I've seen people hear that say that, and I respect it and I get it. I have a daughter myself and like the idea, like, I'm not justifying like this behavior, you know, like it's, it's, it's not okay. And we shouldn't let it pass because he's an athlete that's good at sports and he makes a bunch of money. Therefore it gets swept under the rug. Like that whole thing is disgusting and it happens all the time. And it's not just a Sean Watson. So I, I get all that. I get all of it. I, I get all sides of it. Now I will say this, although I'm a guy that roots for the laundry and I tend not to care to me, what Watson is accused of really pushes that to the limit. Like that yes, starts yes, to yes. be right at the limit of like, man, I don't know if I can accept this. And again, it's one thing if you're signing Jameis Winston to a one-year deal and if he screws up again or if more things come out or he, he's found guilty, you know, like if the, it, you can cut him, he's gone, no problem, done. I think it's more complicated once you've sunk – multiple assets into a guy, $35 million. Like you've given up everything that you've given him the keys of the franchise. And yeah. like the risk here is enormous. It's enormous, enormous. There's, there's the upside of Tom Brady is coming back, but he's not going to play forever. 
if you get him and Carolina doesn't, Matt Rule's probably getting fired. Atlanta's cap situation is horrible, and you don't yeah. know that they could turn around. You could own the NFC South for three to five years. So the upside is tremendous. Now, let, 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 let's be real about one thing, though. Let's, let's for one second pause about the off the field stuff. I've heard some people talk about him versus Jameis. There is no comparison, none. Like it, it's wild to me. And this isn't me taking shots at Jameis. I actually still like him. I, I would want him to come back as the starter for the Saints if they lose out on, on Watson. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I actually, I, I probably would vote for him to, to still be the main guy. That would, that would be my preference is if they end up with Jameis. But if you ask me on the field, talent-wise, ability, Jameis one-on-one will try to fool you with some numbers and all that. But if you look <laughs> at the tail, like Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback in the league. I firmly period that. And, and, and he, he didn't play last year. So I don't know like what that's going to do to him, but like, I think he can be a top three guy. He was, tr- he was, tre- he was tremendous in 2020, even though the Texans he's were incredible. awful. He's, he's an incredible. incredible player. And, and he is the- he, like Jam- Jameis Winston, in my opinion, is not remotely on his level. No. He's just not. And here's the last thing I'm going to say. Then I want to get to people is my wife, my wife, she makes fun of me because my wife, She's a my Andrew, my, Andrew will tell you she is a lunatic Astros fan, and they signed a pitcher, Osuna, who beat the crap out of his wife. And people were like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe they traded for this guy." My wife was like, "I don't care. Why are you being a baby?" She's like, "Why are you being a baby? It's a TV show. Close the game, win the game. I don't care." And that's my wife. Is she's a woman? But like some people are like that. Like she just doesn't care. She's like, I watch the Astros. The Astros are my entertainment. Whatever they do, I don't care. And do I'm not like, like, do you feel like this kind of gets at the whole uh, Michael Jackson listening to his music debate? Do you I feel mean, like this kind of touches uh, on that debate? I a mean, kind of. It, it does. I mean, it, it is. And, yeah. and I want people to. I want people to talk. KB. Uh, we got. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to KB. Um, but I want to get to freaking football. He's first. Freaking football. Your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? Are you okay with it? Is it going to change your Saints fandom in any way? Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I was about to come here, give my speech, and then y'all basically just said everything I was about to say. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it's fine. That, that's what makes y'all uh, really fun to listen to. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's not going to change my fandom. Uh, it's, an, it's another spaces, but y'all know Pell spaces. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's what he said. I'm gonna root for the Saints as long as the, uh, that bitch has an NO in front of it. Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, as far as the uh, uh, and on the field, yeah, it's not close. Watson is a top five quarterback. Jameis Winston, if he reaches his potential, might be a top ten. Um, like, and that's if he reaches it, and I don't think he will. But um, as far as the off the field stuff's concerned, if if he's guilty, yeah, I mean, like. Fuck him! <laughs> I hate the dude. Um, but like in in this situation where unfortunately we don't know, we are in this situation where we kind of have to presume innocence because that's how the system works, basically. And it sucks. But like, I I'd, I'd rather have be in a situation if I was on a jury. I think we we'd rather put have an innocent man go uh, a guilty man go free than put an innocent man in jail 
And so, like, though that's the way I approach it as a fanhood. Like, since we don't know, we kind of have to presume innocence. Yeah. Um, and as far as the like, you know, face the franchise and everything, it does make a difference to the quarterback. But when I I was a kid, when like I was like twelve years old when the Saints won the Super Bowl, um, which yeah, no, I'm kind of young. <laughs> but when uh. My favorite player, I actually never admitted this until the, you know, until, you know, the allegations came out was Darren Sharper because he was so much fun that year he won the Super Bowl because, you know, he was an old dude picking up, picking off. He he was, he was so much fun. He was so much fun. And when that stuff happened, 2012, 2013, when it got reported, it was devastating for me. I was in my teens. He was one of the guys like I looked up to. Turns out this dude's a monster and... You won't want him anywhere near anybody you know or anyone at at all. And like I learned then, like listen, you it's they're still people, and like they're going to be good people in your team, they're going to be bad people in your team, and you're going to have to you support the team. You just can't support the person. Um, and that's where I am right now. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting take. Um, you know. I, I was talking to someone who uh, who I respect greatly, and um, you know, she was basically like, if it, you know, she's a big time Saints fan, and she was like, if the Saints trade for him, I'm out, like I'm done. And I, I was I was a little stunned and surprised to hear that. Just just because, I mean, I get it obviously, but I, I think uh, I would have thought nothing would prevent this person from continuing to root for the Saints. And so I kind of posed the question to her. I said, you know, look, what if you were promised that? Deshaun Watson would be a model citizen his whole time in New Orleans. Like not only that he would, uh, you know, never screw up again, but that he would go out of his way to kind of win fans over, uh, that he would, you know, behave like in, in society, promote New Orleans, make a difference in the community, all that stuff. Like if you were promised that, would you be okay with it? Or in your eyes, is Deshaun Watson irredeemable? And, and her answer, which I respect, was that he's irredeemable, that she could never get over the stuff that he is accused of. And so I think there's some there's some people like that. I think there there's gonna be some fans that that are out. That they're just they won't they'll give up their season tickets, they will stop cheering for the team. Like I I think this it's that serious. And and, and my question, I mean, and this is what I struggle with, it's like how like how far do you have to go before someone says I'm out? Like, what would the Saints have to do? What would they have to be involved with? What crime would a quarterback or, or a player on that team have to commit where it would be enough for you to say I'm not doing this anymore? I, and I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I feel a, a little conflicted that this isn't enough because this is as bad as it gets, folks. You know, but um, but we don't know. We don't know for sure. And, and look, again, I can't really control whether the Saints take him or not. Like, I, I, the only choice I have is to root for the team or not once this happens, if it happens. And kind of where I'm at on it is we'll see. Like, look, this is Mickey Loomis's ass on the line here. This is the Saints, Brass, and, and Gail Benson, too. If they sign off on this, they acquire this guy, and he screws up in New Orleans, I mean, even one time. That is going to be a major black eye on the organization, on the city, like all of it. And so this is, again, it's a major risk that they're taking. But 
at the end of the day, like I can't control that. So look, it's like any drama or soap opera. Like it, it is fascinating stuff. And I am going to watch and I am going to be interested in seeing how this plays out. Uh, but I'm going to be the first one to jump on the bandwagon. If, if at any point he's, he's proven guilty or he gets in trouble, whatever, I'm going to be like, you guys need to, I, I'm going to be all over it. I'm going to say, I'm going to blame the saints for giving up all those picks, making a horrific mistake. And, you know, but, but we'll see, like, I, I, I can't read the future. And, and if this is the direction they go, we're really powerless in the situation. He's the guy. Ralph, I think you're muted. I don't know if you're coming back. Or no, yeah, I, 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 we have a couple of women uh, waiting to talk, and I want to get to them. KB, uh, you're on. How do you feel? How do you feel about it? Because I was talking to some female friends and, and people I know on Twitter, and they were like, "What about the female staff for the Saints? What about the female trainers? What do the Saints say to them?" And I was like, "Oh man, I didn't even think of that." So as a woman, like, how? And do what, you, what about the players? Right? Yeah, are are all the players behind him being yeah. signed? But. But KB, how do you feel about it? Um, I do think it's a double-edged sword. You lose credibility within your organization for all that you can do to promote women when you invalidate women experiences. But I also understand the flip side of this. And that's, at the end of the day, this is all about money. And how often does a top five quarterback fall into your lap? Not never. to mention just so never. soon after you just had one. Never. And, this has never right. happened, KB. This, a 26-year-old all-pro quarterback doesn't come available. It, this is a unicorn. Exactly. And look, the stuff is horrendous. And my biggest fear mm-hmm. around his potential suspension is that the NFL has had a really rough PR mm-hmm. uh, month and a half, and they might come down on him hard. I mean, the Ridley stuff is, I think, a factor in this, actually. For the fact that they suspended him for a year over and the national media, even news outlets, prominent reporters, fans, etc. have been on, you know, Roger Goodell's rear end saying you suspend, you know, assault, whether that's domestic or sexual for a game or two or three, maybe six max of like maybe 10. But somebody for gambling is a minimum of a year. You know, I wonder if they sort of change policies on that that's a good that's a that's a great that's a great point kb and listen andrew you give up the farm for deshaun watson and you don't have him for a year oh my lord i mean it it, that's that's a great point kb i was thinking on the i was thinking the opposite way in that the nfl because the quarterbacks are the stars of the league, they want to sweep this under the rug and pretend like it didn't happen and move it along and have Deshaun Watson be among their star quarterbacks because they don't have enough of them and they don't have enough of them in the NFC. So I was thinking the suspension might be light, but you brought up the gambling thing. You swung me all the way back. And remember this, the NFL hates the, they hate the Saints. They hate the Saints. They hate the Saints. And they, I also think that not only do they hate us, but – you know, they have no choice here. I really mm-hmm. don't think they have a choice. I mean, they can let Deshaun Watson walk free, but the I think the only way they can do that is if every single charge is dropped, mm-hmm. in which case he's going to open 22 new lawsuits against those women. But there's no way that 22 women happen to tell the exact same story. I mean, my, me and one friend can't figure out where we want to eat. So there's no way. And, and, and remember this, KB, 
Ben, ben Roethlisberger, he wasn't charged. And Goodell was like, I don't care that you weren't charged. You're disgusting. And you represent the NFL. And how you acted is not in accordance with what the NFL is about. Six games. Now, they reduced it to three. But that was only that was only one incident, right? So I'm with you. I think that I think the suspension looming is just another layer of risk that you're putting in this. And it makes me just be like, no, do not do this. It is too yeah. much risk. It's the problem is, it, here's the problem. So if you don't do it, someone else will. And chances are that person's yep, going to yep. be in your division. So look, yep. chances that we suck absolute ass next year are pretty high. You know, are we going to have six, you know, 17 games of Taysom in the pocket looking like he had a seizure every time he lets the ball go? Maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I think we have a good defense. And as far as what we actually offer Deshaun Watson, we have a, a win-now roster uh, with a fresh coaching staff. I think it's pretty obvious based on the results of last year that you need a quality athletic quarterback. Gone are the days of pocket passing. And you need – x-factor talent at skill positions so we're lacking a little bit of receiver talent but for the most part this is a win now roster so but what happens in 2024 or 2023 you know when you're going into that season and some of these players are aging there's a lot of you know we're we're cap gurus over here but you know you are not going to keep marcus williams and teron armstead you're going to lose one of them you're not going to have picks to make yeah. up for these things. So you're going to have to hit on what you do have. And you're going to have to hit the trade market. You're going to have to hit free agency hard. And you have to be smart. So hopefully, now that Sean Payton's gone, we have a fresh set of eyes. And he's not he's not the guy making all the picks. And Loomis is just in the office with the credit card, like, swiping away. <laughs> you know, hopefully a fresh set of eyes can get us some skill position talent. And we'll see where it goes but i think from an ethics standpoint you either support sex you either completely ban sexual assault or any kind of assault from your roster which clearly we haven't done or you just say we'll accept you as you are as long as you don't do anything stupid while you're here and i am a firm believer in second chances but there's no threshold for how many sexual assault cases are acceptable to be on the roster. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Jameis has two, but they're kind of bogus. You can argue it. So that's okay. But 22, that's pushing it. You yeah. know, like, is there a threshold? Is it five is the magic number? Well, you can sexually assault five women, but no more. That's pushing it. No, KB, it's it's really – you have been fantastic. I'm so glad you joined us. It's, it's a great perspective. And DM me. I want to send you a mug. Because your Taysom in the pocket having a seizure comment made me chuckle. I want to give you. A, I want to give you a gift. DM me after the show. Uh, but thanks, thanks for joining us. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. Tons of people take a multivitamin. Me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient 
daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. You know, my, my answer, honestly, is I, I'm tempted to say one. One, one yeah. sexual assault case is too many. If you're convicted or if you're accused of one, then I don't really, you know, but I, I get that that's hypocritical and Carl Granderson's on the team. And, you know, and, and I get that, like, these players can't be at the mercy of one person accusing them of something that they didn't do just to, like, ruin their career, right? Because that, that's not fair either, so... I, yeah, th- this is complicated, and I, I don't know what the answer to this is. But, like, the thing is, if you believe that Deshaun Watson or, or Ben Roethlisberger or whatever, like any of these guys, like, that they should be out of the league, but, like, are they allowed to work at McDonald's? Are they allowed to work at, you know, like, Starbucks? Like, it, it, but but the NFL is a privilege, and it is a much higher-paying job than those other ones. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's, again – it goes back to Ralph's original word, conflicted. I feel very conflicted I'm, about this. And at the end of the day, I'm in the same boat. I'm not going to stop rooting for the Saints. But I'm I'm not going to hold back any punches criticizing the organization for taking this risk if this takes a turn for the worse. Because uh, they, they deserve to be held. Account. Like The thing is, like Ralph, if he gets suspended, the, the Saints are going to take a lot of heat and they're going to deserve it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you're risking everything, and there's a path. There's another path where re-sign Jameis, add Honey Badger, keep Tehran, do some other things, and you can be real competitive. They beat Tom Brady on regular anyway, even though he's coming back. They are taking a gigantic risk of ruining, ruining our enjoyment of Saints football for the next decade if this goes wrong. So it's complicated. Eric... What are you feeling as the Saints seem very close to getting Deshaun Watson? Okay. So I'm going to – I'm not going to, you know, sign off the Saints. I'll never watch them again. I'll, I'll watch. I'll root. But it'll be less fun. And the point of fandom to me is to have fun and enjoy it. Like you guys always say, you know, the fans who say if we don't win the Super Bowl, what was the point of it? And that's a bad attitude. It's every mm-hmm. Sunday. It's enjoying yourself. And I'm not going to enjoy it. Innocent until proven guilty. It's a legal standard. And if I had to decide whether to send the man to prison, I'd really think about it. I'd think about it beyond a reasonable doubt. I'm just a fan. And I am personally convinced he did it. 
And here to me is the difference between him and a lot of other guys. I don't get any sense that he thinks what he did was wrong. That's he, my big, that, that, that's, that's, that's my, one of my concerns too. I worry that he's not sorry. He doesn't, he's not going to make a man. Like I, I like the vibe I get from him is eventually he's going to do this again. And maybe I'm, that's just what I get off of him, and that's one of the things that scares me the most, Eric. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so that, that that's it. I mean, y- y'all have been making kind of all the points that I think I would have made, but yeah, do it, I would rather watch a six, seven-win Saints team with Jameis and Taysom and all the craziness than to be the two-seed with Deshaun Watson. And maybe that's mm-hmm. weird. Maybe most fans would go the other way. But that's honestly what I'd feel. I'd rather just some some fun Sundays with some guys I could root for mm-hmm. instead of being a, a top two, top one team in the conference with, again, this dude who just creeps me the F out. No, Eric, thank, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. it, it it's, it's a great point. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Andrew. How you do know, you we, feel about Jameis? Just curious. You, you, I, I was I was very uncomfortable with that signing too at the time. I, I was very. I, I thought it was. I thought it was gross. But like I said in a tweet that people pulled up and like think they got me. They think I'm running for president in 2024. Like they could pull up my bad tweets from two years ago and like I care. <laughs> but like that's my thing. Like I didn't care. Like it made. I it was gross. But he was the third quarterback. So I was like, either Jameis, either he's on the straight and narrow. Or he's not, and we kick him to the curb, and they need another third-string quarterback. Like, the yeah, thing it's much with, easier to justify it, that. It's much yeah. easier to justify it, and the thing that it comes down to is, I guess for me is, I don't want to have him root. I don't want to root for this guy as the face of my franchise, and I am uncomfortable with it going sideways and looking up in 2029 and being like. The Saints haven't made the playoffs since 2020 because they haven't had picks and they've been a dumpster fire because we we traded for that goddamn Deshaun Watson and it went wrong. Like I'm not willing to do that because I enjoy Saints fa- football so much. I'm not willing. I'm not willing to to put that to put all those chips on him. Um, but uh, Kevin Sims, he's with us. Kevin, what's your thoughts on on Deshaun Watson? You know, I don't think I ever really wanted Deshaun Watson after these allegations came out. But, uh, I mean, we're just fans. It's not like we have a say in the matter. And this is absolutely not the first uh, bad person that I've rooted for for the Saints. And and it's, it is what it is. We like Like I said, you don't get a say – they're tr- looking out for the best of their team and we have to just either be like, okay, this is acceptable or it's not. The one thing that I think that could get me out of Saints fandom would be if the Catholic child molestation thing like take a turn and it turns out like we were more involved in a cover up or something like you you get into kids and you get into yeah. the organization doing something yeah i'll have a problem with it but players are temporary 
Like we go through players all the time. I I love Breeze. He's not there anymore. Like like it was fifteen years. It was great. This guy's not Breeze. Watson's not going to be Breeze. He's he's good, but like it's not going to resonate the same. If you see a betting line on a Deshaun Watson jersey, pick the under. Like it's not like he's not going to be popular no matter what. Mm-hmm. But. If he wins, we'll forget a lot. We'll forget how much it cost. We'll forget. I mean, it, it, it is sad to say, but that's just how it goes. And with Louisiana fans, like Louisiana is not the most uh, moral football place. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. look at, yeah, look at LSU. Like, how many people had to like come to grips of all of the scandals from this coach to the next coach? I mean, I love. Hey, that's a great point. I loved Le- the Les Miles era. I thought he was fun. He was, he was goofy and all this. That dude, not only was he a perv and was doing horrible things with coeds, what he allowed to happen while he was coach was awful like you could argue what 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 happened at lsu football is in, in their athletic department is way even worse than what happened to deshaun watson because you're multiple sexual assaults different sports uh i'm still but 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 you know what kevin that has affected my lsu fandom in a sense of i don't like the brian kelly hire i didn't like the, his involvement with the student dying and i probably i'll still watch lsu football but I'm not going to care as much, and it's going to take me a while to get back to where I was in 2018, 2019, and I don't know if that'll happen with the Saints with Deshaun Watson. I can't say because, honestly, this is a whole new experience for me with the Saints where we've rooted for bad guys, but we haven't rooted for a guy who's the face of the franchise who's bad and is America's number one sports villain, sort of. So it, it, I, don't, I don't know. We, I think we have like, like we've, we've let Jameis slide. Like all it yeah, takes maybe. is one, all it takes is one rape to be a rapist. And I have not seen Jameis be remorseful. He's never admitted to, to what he did in college. He's never, mm-hmm. never said he was sorry. He never said he was sorry about the, the Uber driver. Like, like he's, all he's done is time has lapsed and he's not he's never done anything wrong since and that's all we can expect out of watson like mm-hmm. no he's not remorseful but neither was Jameis. neither yeah. neither was anybody else that got caught that fought it in court and um and won like i i don't know if alvin Kamara is remorseful like it's it's just it is what it is. Like we're not we're not rooting for Boy Scouts. We're rooting for men that are playing a very violent game. Yeah, yeah my, it's a I, great I it's a great point, Kevin. That. Thanks for joining my, us. My, my only uh, response to that would just be that Jameis, and and I'm just speaking personally, he won me over. Um, you know, I had my I had the same reservations, and I'm I'm not trying to equate what Jameis was accused of and what Deshaun Watson was accused of, but. It's at least in the same ballpark, right? Although volume-wise, Deshaun Watson obviously is accused of many, many more people. Mm-hmm. But, but Jameis, you know, I was very skeptical. And at every turn, he impressed me. He impressed me by what he said. Uh, you know, he changed his life. He got married. He had a child. He you know, transformed his body composition. He committed to being vegan. Like, it, I, just there were so many signs from a discipline standpoint of – Jameis getting it and committing himself and, and, and 
mm-hmm. having hum- having humility. And that's why I still root for him. And that's why I still hope that it works out with Jameis because he really, he, he changed my opinion of him. He won me over despite all of his sordid past and questionable deeds and uh, the, the concerns that kind of surrounded him. Uh, I left the first season that he was in New Orleans convinced that he wouldn't make a mistake again, that he, he really mm-hmm. was a genuinely changed person and that he had put all that stuff behind him. And I do believe in second chances. I think someone, one of our listeners said that earlier, uh, I think it was KB, he said, yeah, I believe in second chances and I do too. And I, I think Michael Vick turned his life around. Like you look at Michael Vick and what he was involved with, that, that was horrible stuff and he turned his life around. But, you know, the thing with Deshaun Watson, is, and it's like you guys said, he's got a lot of proof. He, he's going to have to win people over and he's going to have to show. And, and I'm not really, I'm, to, to your guys' point, I'm not really seeing that right now. I'm not seeing remorse. And look, it may be that he can't really do that right now because he's in the middle of legal proceedings, right? So he's showing remorse at this point is like admission of guilt. So, I, you know, I'm yeah. sure his lawyers are, you know, he's got to be careful. But like at the same time, I don't know, man. It, it, he's got to he's got to prove himself to us. And, and not only that, but I will say this: he, he can't just be good. The Saints can't just be okay as a team. Like for this to work, not only does he have to be a model citizen, he has to be awesome on the field, and the Saints have to win and win big. That's the only way that I believe the fans will be able to stomach this because. If he if if he screws up, obviously that's that's a that's a non-starter. But like, if the team's not winning, if he's good but the team's not winning, people are gonna say the Saints gave up too much to get him. If he's not good, we're gonna turn on him real fast. Yeah, that's right. Turn on. I mean, so like, so like th- this, th- like again, it goes back to the risk that the Saints are taking. Like, this has to work out, and he has to be awesome. Yeah. He, I, I want to get to I'm going to get to Budridge and then Straw Hat and then Nick uh, Art Antis. Uh, Budridge, I want to talk to you. You can tell us your feelings about uh, what you what you're feeling about the Deshaun Watson, but then I want to talk to you about what's going to be this. We need to talk about what if the Saints are going to do this. Like, what's this trade package going to be? Like, we need to talk about that. But first, what, what's your feelings on, on Deshaun Watson if the Saints get him? He better make a damn impression. I will say that. He better make a damn good impression because I don't want him. And it's not so much the the sexual assault incidents. I've We've seen players that have done it's honestly not. worse, like literally it's, murder a dude, get a second chance. I think his I think his sexual assault cases, he'll, he'll get a second chance because he's that damn talented. I'm not ready to give up that package. I'm I'm really not. That's what's got me not <laughs> so wanting one. It's the trade package. It's the trade package. Pack. That's a new one. That's a new one. But you know <laughs> yeah. what? Everybody has their hey, we don't judge here. It's safe space. Everybody, everybody has their reasons. And here's the thing. Like, to Budrich's point, like, here's here's the thing. It's gonna be three first round picks, probably two second round picks, and a player. Players, players that you. It's they want players, not just a player. Players, they want starters. So, like, are you comfortable? This is the the Anthony Davis trade, basically. Basically, so you. And the thing is, 
it's not going to be players you don't want. It's not going to be Ruiz. And it's, it's going to be Paulson Adebo. It's, it's going to be, be Eric McCoy. Per- it's going to be Eric McCoy. It's going to be C.D. Deuce. It's going to be Pete Warner. It's going to be Peyton Turner. It's going to be guys that are young and either they can extend them or they're under contract for a while, or it'll maybe it's a guy like me and Andrew were talking about earlier today. Maybe it's a guy like Davenport, who the Texans are like, give us Davenport. We're going to flip him to a team in contention that wants a defensive end. We're going to get a top 50 pick for Davenport, and they can worry about extending. Or we're going to get C.D. Deuce, and we're going to flip him to a team that needs a corner that wants to win now. We're going to get a top 40 pick. Like So it's going to be a ton of stuff, and – Here's the thing, like if the Saints had to give up Davenport and Onyemata, you got, yeah, you got Watson, put all the off the field stuff aside, but you just gutted your defensive line and you don't have picks and you might not have a lot of cap space because you got to do all the gymnastics to make Deshaun Watson fit. So, I mean, hell, you know. I, I was going to say like to all those that keep saying about the off field incident, keep in mind, Ray Rice nearly got a job again in 2015 because he had a trial with the Colts, but the problem was he was cooked at that's that right. point he was cooked and, that's and that's it, what kept him from getting another chance he yeah. was cooked. but if he was anywhere between 2008 2012 he would certainly play again he he would have been a starting running back again even with all that video because they were fully prepared i think the colts were nearly ready to sign it because they were desperate for a running back in 2015 but they saw how cooked he was and they're like yeah no 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 we're not signing you you're 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 watched we're, we're going we're going to keep looking elsewhere yeah so, so Budridge, if mm-hmm. what's the package that you're comfortable? What what would be a package that you would be comfortable with? Hey, that's a billion dollar question. <laughs> uh, I honestly can't say there's a package I'm comfortable with because it's the three. If they would say, you know what, we don't need the second round picks, just give us good enough players, then I can swallow it a little, but. It's both. That's the yeah. That's that's, that's the, the problem. They they want they want they want your future, and I'm I'm just not right. I don't want to give that. Yeah. I, no. I, I would. That's the thing. You're you're asking me something that I, I can't straight up answer. I really can't. I I, I, I mean, so look. Thanks, thanks, Butters, for, for joining here's us. Here's the rub with that. Again, like I feel like I have to keep giving these caveats. Um, let let's suspend the, the off the field stuff for for a second and 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 really you can't right you, you can't suspend the off the field stuff because it's staring us right in the face but do you think the rams regret giving up all their draft picks for all the guys they got and like do you no. think they regret trading for matt stafford and, and blowing up their cap this 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 season like do you, do you think they regret that do you think the lakers now that they're struggling and not playing as well do you think they regret trading for anthony davis and giving up Brandon Ingram and all their picks, like they might, because that title for them, that title was in the bubble. Does it really count? Eh, they might, they might regret they, it a they, little. They, the Rams the don't. The Rams they the do trophy. not. They won. I'm, I'm just saying, like that. That's why you do this to yeah. win a championship. To so, like, uh, look, quarterback is the most important position of any sport. Like it, it's it's more important than a goalie in soccer. It's more important than a striker in soccer. It's more important than a point guard in basketball. Like quarterback is the most 
franchise defining position of any sport, any position in any sport. Mm-hmm. And so you get one as good as Deshaun Watson. Like these guys, they don't grow on trees. They're really, really hard to find. And so I, I'll just say this. If, if we're, if this other stuff didn't exist and it does exist, so I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss it, but like, I'm just saying in a world where Deshaun Watson never did any of these things, that all, all the stuff that we're talking about, I do it, Ralph, in a nanosecond. I don't even blink. <laughs> I give Houston whatever they want because we saw for 16 years what what having or, or I, I can't remember how many years Breeze played with the Saints. I think it was 16. But we saw for 16 years what it was like to have a quarterback on that level. That's right. And you're you're in it every year and you can have the worst defense in nfl history you can have like everything changes around that but if you've got that you're always in it with a shot and that's what we've seen with rogers and the packers they're always in it always and a lot of things can change but if you have a franchise quarterback that gives you that consistent level play every week you can win any game yeah. All right. We got our we got a co-host of Saints Happy Hour, Kevin Held, who is, by the way, of all the people in all the world that would that have said, I'm not watching the Saints if they do this. I'm not. He's the one guy that I have seen that when he says it, he's stuck to it. He said they get Adrian Peterson. I'm out. And he was out until Adrian Peterson was gone. So, Kevin, your thoughts on Deshaun Watson. Wait, OK. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hate that we're doing, I hate that we have to be doing this exercise now before anything is actually done, like before it's actually official or, but, uh, yeah, it seems that we've already got the ball rolling down the hill on it. So no way. Yeah. I I guess we got to do it. Um, yeah. Like if he's obviously, if he becomes the quarterback, I'll, I'll bow out of watching games. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll still see, I'll still see what happens on Twitter. And, you know, if the saints win, you know, cool. Uh, but I'm not going to be like, I, it was one of the previous talkers. I, I'm not going to get any real enjoyment out of it. Um, and I know I said this, I think I've said this like a few weeks ago, Interestingly, about like there was some extra Adrian Peterson thing, and and got into you know all of us got into a, a chat on the on the big show there, and and mm-hmm. I had said something to the effect of everybody has to choose their level of of what they're willing to tolerate or put up with, and and it's it's going to be different for it, it different for everybody, and everybody's got their own standard on it. Okay. And so, you know, this is, this is it for me. Like, I, I, you know, there's, there's people on Twitter who will say, oh, you know, court of law, you know, uh, legally this and that. Well, yeah, but this is the court of public opinion. Yeah. And the one thing I never understood, Kevin, is people are like, well, you did it for this, but you won't do it for that. And my attitude is like, it's watching a freaking football game. If you decide this thing you don't tolerate it and it makes the enjoyment less and you're going to stop right. for a while and then you're going to go back and this other thing doesn't make you doesn't offend you as much and you can watch the football game you can watch the Saints and, and get as much enjoyment out of it as you want 
that's fine. Like it's fun. It's your life. It's it's not like Andrew says. What we do doesn't affect the goddamn thing of what the Saints are going to do. Right. 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 I mean, to to some degree. I mean, to act as though it's a to. I think. I think part of it is. Don't act like it's just a fait accompli. Like, oh well, well Ray, you know. Ray Lewis uh, was involved in this and he still got to play or Marvin Harrison did this or Ray, you know, Ray Rice did this or this football player. I mean, look, you can pick you can point to a litany of football players that did terrible shit or allegedly did terrible shit and still kept playing, still kept making a ton of money. That doesn't mean that you have to keep allowing it to happen or keep standing around and supporting it or rooting for it or mm. watching it and all that kind of stuff. You can take a stand on something when you want. Because again, take things on what is your level. What do you decide? Like, what do you as an individual think is too much for you? And when you hit that point, step back, stop watching, find something else to do. If you have a family, hey, play with your kids. <laughs> That already made, that already makes you a better family person than Tom Brady. Tom, he had, Tom Brady he had two months his, around them and couldn't hang out with his kids and his supermodel ass <laughs> wife and decided, no, I need to play football again. Okay, whatever. Two but months. find something else to do. Find something else to do. I did, and I'll probably and I'll likely do it again, and that's okay. And you know what? Here's the other thing. In the event you do decide to step away, you can just like just let it go. Just let it go and drift and drift away from it. You don't have to constantly be checking social media and reminding everybody that that oh yeah, I stepped away and uh, oh I'm ne- I'm not watching until this guy's gone. It's like okay, like I even feel weird. I feel even weird talking about it because part of me feels like ah you know is it. Am, am I, is it, I run the risk of coming off like I'm, uh, what's, what's the buzz term for it? Uh, virtual, virtue signaling. Like, yeah. it, 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 it ain't about that. It's just not about that. Um, well, you're the, but, you're the one person when you say this, I take you seriously because I've seen you do it. Like everybody else on Twitter, like they say it, say it, say it, but one touchdown in, they're back in and they'll just delete the tweets from today or tomorrow when, uh, they were outraged by it, but you have walked the walk and talked the talks like me. Yeah. I'm a prisoner of the moment. I'm all over the place. I'm conflicted, but I'm not leaving. It makes it's gross, but I, you know, it's so, but you have, have but, made the, the decision and you, and you, you will stick with it. I know you will. And, 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 and I would, I would say the other thing that uh, when Jude was bringing up Mike Vick, like the thing about Vick is he actually went to prison. Like he went to prison, actually served time in prison Good point. And then got out, and then and then he got offered a a a, a very it seemed like a very uh, cheap or inexpensive contract, and and that was you know like and that's how he got back in, and he apparently had to do a bunch of like work with animal agencies to advocate against animal abuse and things like that, and and again. I'm not endorsing, but by no means am I trying to like put Mike Vick on a pedestal because anybody that knows me knows how in the tank I am for 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 dogs and stuff. And so I I still have I still have issues about that. But him, quote unquote, turning his life around 
was the result of him getting caught, arrested, processed, sentenced, and actually going to prison. Uh, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, and, and, and it's not, and I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to get on some moral high ground. I'm not trying to look down at anybody that says it, that I, I'm not trying to look down at anybody. I'm not. But when I was looking at the number of people that were listening to this thing and, and that are going to be listening to the big show tomorrow, it's overwhelmingly a bunch of dudes. I guarantee you, we all know a woman in our lives that has had something happen to her. We know her, but we may not know, you know? But there's a woman in our lives that that something something like this has happened. And it just I don't know. Like no, two twenty two allegations, twenty two yeah. allegations. The 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 numbers according to Rain, and 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 I have I have I have really been uh uh you know I I I've spent time looking into this a lot. The numbers according to Rain is that anywhere a hundred allegations have made. Kevin, you've gone speak and spell. Shoot. Hang on. Are you there, Kevin? You've gone. Yeah, how do I how do I sound? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I've according to Rain, out of a hundred accusations, between two and eight end up being false. Two and eight. And and let's say you wanna let's say you wanna round up just for the sake of argument and get 10%. That's one in 10 are false. So if you want to somehow lay that over the Deshaun Watson thing, okay, out of 22, what would that be? Two people are somehow lying? That's right. That, and, and again, that's pushing it. That's You're pushing gonna, it. Yeah. Like, like again, tw- the idea that 22 random women got together and colluded to say, we're going to take down – this one guy, it just it's it's puzzling to me. It's puzzling, and and I mean, and, quite, quite and the frankly, fact that many people, one of them are if twenty one of them are lying, and one of them's telling the truth. Yeah, it's it's, it's still like I don't want them. Correct. Right yeah. Correct. And and again, and that even goes back to what you were talking about before with Jameis. I was not. I I kept I I kept my mouth pretty well shut with in regard to Jameis when people were talking about how great how good he was doing or how this or that I was just like you know mm. whatever whatever because I did not feel I I did not feel good about being on board with that I really didn't yeah. and and my reason and my reasoning my, again Kevin Held's reasoning was this guy is a temporary thing. And so that was how I looked at it. He's temporary. If there's if there's somebody else that we can get, fine. Get that person and get rid of Jameis and let's move on. But 
bringing in, you know, like the it, the Deshaun Watson thing, it's you're going to give up. And and yeah, let's you know look look at it for you know if you don't want to look at it from the legalese court of public opinion, you know, do you feel icky about it sort of thing? Okay, fine, put the blinder on on that. Giving away X number of picks, X number of players to bring in a guy who hasn't played in how long, who may be, who could very, who you know, he could be good, but he but could also be crap. And you're you're going to mortgage the you're going to mortgage your franchise's future in the short and long term on a, on on this individual with this many question marks, this much controversy, and this much bad PR. I mean, I think- shit. I'm not. I am not optimistic enough to think that they're going <laughs> to to think that the Saints would necessarily do the right thing. Uh, to do the right thing, I, because. I'm not, I, I'm not that naive. Because it, they're a business. But as a business, you want, you may want to consider look. You know, you would think you would look at something from a PR perspective and say, eh, if we, if we're the guys that signed this guy, well, how bad of a hit would it be? And I find it very funny. Every so often, I see video of Colin Kaepernick taking snaps <laughs> on a football field, and yet. You're going to tell me that guy. You're going to tell me that guy can't really get a look. That guy can't go somewhere, and yet we're going to talk about mortgaging the future against a guy with these sorts of horrific allegations against him. This this magnitude of allegations against him. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin, for joining us. It really is when you think about. I'll I'll talk. Not standing for the flag being a reason to blackball someone, but well, but, this, he, but a guy like this, you give up three first round. Well, picks. here's the thing, too. It really is ridiculous. Here's the thing. Think about it like that. that. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Deshaun Watson had a very serious knee injury his rookie year. Missed the rest of the year. His arm strength is good enough, but it's not great. He's been banged up a little bit in his time in Houston because he takes a ton of sacks. Now, granted, that's a off that's an offensive line issue a little bit with Houston, but not to go full analytics nerd on people, Andrew. But in the last five years, we've discovered that like sacks are a quarterback stat. Like it, they. It, the percentage that you're sacked as a quarterback, it just sort of follows you along no matter where the offensive line, no matter how the offensive line is you have. So that's another risk assessment. He's more injury prone, I think, because he scrambles and he does these amazing things when he scrambles, but he can also get hurt. So I, I just. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, look. You're, you're not going to – like the, the whole thing about he hasn't played football in a year. Is he even going to be any good? The whole like he, he got injured once. Everybody gets injured football. Like you're not going to really sell me on talking me out of Deshaun Watson based on what he is as a player. 
Like I, I'm, I'm straight up like if we're just talking about Deshaun Watson the player, he, he's freaking awesome. He like any team would be lucky to have that kind of talent. Would like period. I, I want to get the straw hat and then I'll ask you a question. Straw straw hat. How are you feeling about the Saints possibly getting Deshaun Watson? Um, well, if this was like two years ago, I would have been all for it. Even like though he's good, he would take a king's ransom. I was the biggest Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. fan, like watching him in college, and like I almost bought a Deshaun Watson Texans jersey. I was his biggest fan, but with everything that's going on, like I don't know, and especially how much it's going to cost, like. I was thinking like three firsts and the seconds and and players that I enjoy watching, I really like watching, and are young and are cost us our future. I I'm just not convinced. Like I think that with Jameis and you're able to keep Armstead and like yeah, Williams probably walk, but and then building the draft, I think we could compete. And I, I don't think that Deshaun is the only way for us to be successful and to be a good team. So I'm like. Let's resign Janus, keep our picks, and and run it back and see what we can do. It's I mean it, it it's a ton of picks. The one the one caveat, straw straw hat is Mickey Loomis may be thinking to himself, Sean Payton, Dallas is going to be a disaster, or the Chargers, and I'm going to get a first and a second round pick when Sean comes back. And so if you factor that in, I'm I'm actually giving up less for Deshaun Watson. That's Andrew, that's risky as hell, but we'll see. Strawhead, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, Andrew, if I told you Deshaun Watson was getting suspended for eight to ten games, would that change your mind if you were 100% committed to, I want Deshaun Watson, I don't care. If I said to you, Goodell is going to sp- suspend him for half the year, would that make you pause? You know, I'm not sure that w- when you make a move like this, obviously it'd be great to have success immediately. Mm-hmm. But this this is, you know, you don't make a trade like this unless you believe this guy's going to be in your building for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that's just, you know, you're 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 getting your franchise quarterback. And so if the Saints make a move like this, I don't know that missing him for eight games due to suspension would deter me. Again, like just I'm not talking about the off the field stuff. I'm just talking, if if you told me uh, it's going to take maybe that like if you knew the suspension was coming, maybe it's two first round picks instead of three, or maybe you know maybe it's, you don't have to give up one, a player. You know, like maybe the compensation takes a hit a little bit. But mm-hmm. like if I if you're offering me a top five quarterback with the caveat that he, he's going to miss eight games. I would still do it because a move like this is not it, it's not Odell Beckham, it's not Vaughn Miller who you add midseason to try to chase the Super Bowl. It's mm-hmm. it, it's really it's it's like your future. The dude's twenty six, you know, so I would probably still do it, but like yeah, I mean if if I knew that going in, I wouldn't want to give up the King's ransom. I would say, look, he's he's gonna miss eight games. I, I don't wanna give you three firsts. You sh- you should settle for two. I wonder if that's. I wonder if the Saints in Carolina tried to factor that in with the Texans. I wonder if they. I wonder if because because you can you can do you can do a pick on performance, right? You can say if this happens, the a second turns into a first, a third turns into a second, right? Could you do it and yeah. say, hey, if he gets suspended for 
more than six games, the first turns into a third. The first turns into a second. I, like, I wonder I mean, if that can... look, the Saints aren't stupid. And yeah. I, I could be wrong about this, but they, they must be extremely confident that legally this stuff is all going to go away and the, and the NFL is not going to have a leg to stand on in suspending him. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't yeah. – I would be stunned for them to give up all this capital. That's right. And then him get suspended. I I would think that they've sussed all this out and they've done their homework and their research on this and they, and they feel confident that that's not going to happen. But the yeah. only thing that makes me a little uncomfortable is that Deshaun Watson has admitted that things happened, but that it was all consensual. And so like paying for, for what he's alleged, you know, for, for what happened, like, even if it was consensual, if you paid for that, that that's illegal behavior. Like that's, that's against the law. And so if he is copped up to like making a mistake on some level, even if it was consensual, like that might be enough for the NFL to say that's conduct unbecoming of an NFL player and they could suspend him. Yeah. So I mean, like, but- you know, maybe it's not a season, maybe it wouldn't be as, as bad in terms of games, but like, I, I I I wonder if there's potentially enough ammunition for him to be suspended based on what we know so far. I think there is. I mean, they did it. Like I said it before, earlier, they did it with Roethlisberger. So I think there is. Yeah. Caleb, Caleb, what's your thoughts on Deshaun Watson possibly becoming a saint? Caleb, are you there? You're muted, Caleb. You're you're muted, Caleb. There hey, you go. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good. It's it's great. It's, uh, man. it's interesting, at least Ta- challenging topic to say the least. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and it it's for me. It's it's a. I'm so I'm more of the forgiving type, and that's just how I was raised uh, to always forgive and to not pass judgment. Um, and in this situation, um, you know, he was he he wasn't necessarily found not guilty. It just wasn't enough evidence to find him uh, of criminal mm-hmm. charges. Correct. So that's correct. For me, it's kind of hard for me to sit here and put so much energy into being upset with him or the saints organization. If the, the, uh, there was 12 jury members that didn't find him guilty of those charges. And I just hate putting that much attention to it. And I know there's been a lot of people who've kind of spoke on, hey, if if the Saints get Deshaun Watson, I'm out of here. I'll no longer either report on the team or be a fan of the team. And to that, I ask, well, it's already been made clear that Mrs. Benson and Mickey Loomis are, they're full, they're going full blast to get this guy. So what changes? Why not not become a fan of the team now? Because it's all about intent. That's almost like saying, hey, I have a gun to your head and I pull the trigger, but for whatever reason, the gun jammed. Because the gun jammed, I'm still going to be your friend. The intent was to murder you. So why not stop being a fan at this very moment? Because it's already been, you know, it's already it's been made point. clear. Yeah. Like and whether, I mean, whether hey, they, if, if whether that's, they if, acquire if, him or not is kind of ac- academic at this point. Like they, they clearly want to do it. Right. Yeah. Like their intentions yeah. have been made clear. And I mean, for those who feel a certain type of way, I'm not here to say that you can't. That's just my personal preference that I won't be. I just won't put in that type of energy to hate anybody. 
I never have. Um, I think it's, I don't know, man, like as, as a, to be honest with you, as a black man, it's kind of, it's difficult because there's been many situations where we have video evidence of people committing crimes such as murder and those guys go scot-free and I'm told to trust the justice system. Even how I have, I may feel or what I see, I'm told to trust it. And in this situation, we're all being told to trust it. And for whatever reason, our opinions are saying, hey, I'm not going to trust the system for this particular guy. You know, I didn't see the same outrage for Gail Benson when she was reportedly helping the Catholic Church Mm -hmm. who was in trouble for molesting kids. I mean, why why aren't we that upset about that situation with, with kids? as this man is with women. I'm not to say that these women aren't right. I'm not here to say that they that he's right and they're wrong. I don't know. I wasn't there and I don't have video evidence. Neither do we have video evidence of these a Catholic uh, priests touching these boys inappropriately. I don't know. I'm just saying if you stack these things up. No, it's, it's that's a fair point, Caleb. And here's the thing I think with Deshaun Watson is because he's been sort of absolutely radio silent until this past week when he they said the grand jury said we're not going to indict him right he was radio silent that whole time so yeah. fans especially we can fill in the gaps right because he's not mm-hmm. talking to us he's not saying he, he said you know he said he was innocent and all but he wasn't out in mm-hmm. front he wasn't he wasn't even playing he was suspended so we had a chance to fill in the gaps i think that makes it more difficult but to your point about minorities and black people having difficulties and not trusting the criminal justice system. That's a hundred percent correct. And it's the same thing when we say that women don't necessarily get a fair shake, but I was thinking about something that you said where you were talking about second chances and it got me to thinking of the one thing that we, you can say about Mickey Loomis without a shadow of a doubt, that man can look at a person across the table and he can know the right people to hire. You look at it. He hired Sean Payton off of a videotape that he saw. Kai <laughs> Harley. Like the Saints front office people. and He's made tremendous hires, right? So yeah. if he's going to Houston and he's done the research, I cannot see and Mickey Loomis, as secure as he is, Part of me thinks, Andrew, there is no way if Mickey Loomis goes to meet Deshaun Watson tonight and and he gets a bad feeling or his people that he's, you know, detectives and, and law enforcement, and they say, eh, you know, Mickey, he, he grades out. He, I feel like he's going to do this again. And, and the interview doesn't go well tonight or whatever. I cannot see Mickey Loomis saying, we're plowing through anyway. He's awesome on the field. We're doing it. Like, yeah, I think no, at some he, level he you have to trust Mickey Loomis on this. I 100% agree, man. Yeah. Like, if this guy is found guilty, put him underneath the jail. I have no issue with that at all. Like, if he's guilty, if he's found guilty in the civil case, even if he only has to pay out, remove him from the NFL completely. Like, we don't need that type of person in society. You know, like, we just don't. But I'm really interested in hearing what Gail has to say because she wrote this. She had to give them approval. I'm really interested in what she and to say Caleb and Caleb. She's going to have to give Deshaun Watson a gigantic check because they got to do they got to do <clears throat> bonuses and and roster and all sorts of things to get that thirty five million dollar or forty million dollar cap hit under 
the cap. So she's got to not only approve the trade, she's got to cut the check. So man, that's yeah. that's crazy. A woman having to give this guy how many millions of dollars, and I, he's alleged for this. This is this is insane. Yeah, I mean it's it it it's it's a lot. But Caleb, thank you for joining us. You you've been really thoughtful, and I I appreciate you taking time tonight. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it, man. And uh, you know, it makes me think just about you know kind of his comments about trusting the, the legal system. And man, I get that. That you know that hits close to home and. And I understand where he's coming from. And, um, you know, but I think that that works with uh, with this case, too. And, and I just think, you know, women, I, I think the answer would just be, you know, about Deshaun Watson and letting things move forward. I think they, they would ask the question, well, how do you think that makes his victims feel? And that, that resonates with me, too. Yeah, you know, and and that that's why this is so hard and it's so conflicting. And and you know, I want to be clear again. Like, I I don't want this to happen, but yeah, I, I, but I I think it's going to. And so at the end of the day, like, I'm left with a choice. And look, like he he better be a model citizen, and he better be awesome, and this better be worth it. And, and a lot's on the line. And you know, look, the thing about trusting Mickey Loomis. Like we, we know by now the NFL, like let, let's not pretend that this isn't all about the wins and, and all about money. That's like right. The NFL does not care about women. The NFL does not care about player safety. They do not care about – they only care about padding their wallets. Roger Goodell wants to keep the owners happy and rich, and that's – they care about the – that's, that's the one, that's that's the one thing. About. That's the one thing that can that conflicts me about his suspension because quarterbacks make the TV product better and I just like does the NFL want to have one of their star quarterbacks miss 2 years and then come back I just that that makes me think there's a chance that his suspension might not be what we thinking maybe but I, I I think the NFL feels like with the exception of maybe Tom Brady that the shield it trumps everything. Trumps Trump everything. Yes, yeah, yes. and RB so made I, a great. I don't think I don't think they'll blink if they have ammunition to. Uh, but but again, like, I, I, how stupid would it be of the Saints to have him suspended for a year after they gave up a king's ransom? That's so right. that that's the thing for me is they they must have an inkling that like he's not, if he gets suspended, it's not going to be much. And, and honestly, sadly, if you look at the history of the league. These guys, they don't, they don't get suspended that badly for stuff like this. They, yeah. they just don't, and and it's horrible, but it's the truth. Yeah. To light before we get to Jason, I want to lighten the mood a little bit. Do you think one of the reasons Mickey Loomis is doing this, Andrew, so he can call Sean Payton tomorrow at like two in the morning after the trade <laughs> is done, call him on the cell phone and whisper really softly? I told you not to leave, Sean. Click. Yeah. He's going to be like, do you want to come back like Tom Brady? And then Sean Payne's going to be like, I'm not working with that creep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know, man. But, yeah, it's it did dawn on me when I saw Tom Brady's coming back. Like, what if Sean Payton was like, you know what? I'm coming back, too. Yeah. we got Jason Champagne's joining. We're going to get to Jason and, and then Nick, and then we got to get out of here. Jason, your thoughts on Deshaun Watson possibly being a saint? So a lot of great points that everybody has made tonight. I think one that, you know, the, the NFL typically has a lot more information 
um, than obviously the general public. But these, and teams do too, because yeah, oh, teams yeah. have security. These these teams, because of NFL security, they know the deal with Watson. Um, you know, because there's there's pending civil litigation. I think Watson's keeping his mouth shut more so than than uh, than what we would hope for. And so, you know, any type of apology could be a, an admission of responsibility. And of course, in a civil suit, that mm-hmm. that doesn't bode well. So, I think that could be part of it. But you know, it's an excellent point about Mickey's judgment of character. Um, and, and if this meeting go, and there's no guarantee that this meeting will go well from the Saints end, just because they're interested in the guy. And what he can do on the football field doesn't mean that he could be a, a cultural fit for the organization. And, and I think that, you know, privately, uh, you know, the team may want to judge or, or, or get a read for, you know, is Watson contrite? Has he learned from some of this? Because obviously there's some there there, right? I think we all agree that some things have happened. So you know I, this meeting is is key and and i would say you know when you guys were talking about compensation earlier a really good point was made i could possibly see the the player obviously the player end of this deal uh, once that's consummated that's done right you know you can't get players traded back but i would not be surprised to see the draft compensation uh, be very much conditional depending on playing time and or performance. That way the saints build in some type of safeguard in case, um, in, in case the, the, the criminal end of this happens to be opened again for some reason, or if there are new allegations that come forward that, that put uh, mm, Watson in, in jeopardy, you know, I could definitely see Mick and Mickey's smart enough to ask for that. Right. But I, I would not be shocked to see there be conditions on all the draft choices that go to Houston. And you may even get a little something back, too. Um, you know, but uh, as far as players, uh, you might have to say goodbye to C.D. Deuce. You might have to say goodbye to uh, somebody mentioned McCoy earlier. Uh, I think Bud Rich mentioned McCoy. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked um, if either of those guys are part of the deal. Cause you got to give up something to get a player like Watson. There's, there's no doubt about it. And there's almost no price that's too high uh, to get that, that special player at quarterback. So uh, just really good talk. I'm grateful that we have this space to uh, talk about all this. Well, that's good stuff as always. Thank you. And Ralph, you're, you're still muted. So you need to uh, unmute yourself. Yeah. I, I want to, I just want to say thanks to everybody. I tr- we tried to, me and Andrew were talking about how we were going to do this space earlier. And we were like, hey, we're going to let everybody say their piece. We're just going to remind people to have good manners. And they have. You guys are fine. Uh, but I, I think people need to have, have a place to talk about it because it's not, you know, a lot of people want to make it black and white because Twitter and social media wants to make things easy. But it's not. As fans, it's, it's complicated and weird and icky and, 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 and horrible, and yet he's awesome, and we want the Saints to win because it makes our Sundays fun, and, we, and it bonds us all in the fall, and we look forward to it all year. So it's just freaking complicated, and we, we wanted people to come here, talk about how they feel, try to work through it, because I, I look at it, I, I think – it's it's my my sense of it as Andrew at nine fifty seven tonight. I, my sense is it's going to happen. My thing about the draft pick 
Mickey Loomis trying to build in safeguards for a suspension or Deshaun Watson if he if he if it goes bad, if criminal stuff comes back up. My only caveat to that is if there's another team like Carolina who says, we do not care. We are not building in any safeguards at all. Houston can say, like, no, man, we got we got another offer of 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 a team that didn't they didn't need it, so we're not giving it to you. But it'll be real interesting. I wonder, Andrew, everybody's Carolina the Saints, Carolina the Saints, and we know Tampa was thinking about it, but they're out because Brady's back. Do you think there is another team in this? Because I feel like Seattle or the Giants or Cleveland, like they would have every reason to do this just as much as the Saints do for the football reason, and they have more ammunition. So I'm just wondering, is there a mystery team that's going to sort of, I don't know the word you use, pip or trump the Saints and Carolina at the finish line, but uh, do you think it's down? It's possible. I mean, I I think right now Carolina and the Saints are the two that have gotten approved trades from the Texans. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, these deals both work for us. Deshaun, you figure it out. Go talk to these two teams. And, yes, I I think someone could manifest. It sounds like Seattle's in the mix potentially, but I I don't know that they have had a a trade offer accepted. Mm So I I think this has to happen fast, right? Like the the – the um, oh, what do you call I it? The, the tamper, the legal tampering. Sorry, the legal tampering period starts tomorrow, and so that's where Jameis Winston can start to talk to other teams. And if this is going to blow up on your face and not work out, the Saints need to know ASAP. Um, now, there's a couple of reasons why I, I think the Saints will end up being the destination for Watson, besides the fact that Loomis is meeting with him in Houston. I, I think it's really as simple as he loves Michael Thomas, apparently. And he's really attracted about the potential. Ooh, he, he, I didn't know with that. He, with Hopkins, you know, obviously he had a yeah. great, he had his best numbers. And his, you know, his, he had a great career with Hopkins and he loved playing with him. And I think he realizes that he needs a game changing receiver. And the, the prospect of playing with Michael Thomas is very appealing to him. On top of that, I think when you look at the organizations, the saints, look, we know they have cap issues, but, They've been able to stay competitive without Drew Brees and navigate. They have a good defense. They've been able to stay competitive mm-hmm. without with, with cap problems. They lost Drew Brees. Like they're still competitive. So like there's a culture that exists there. Like Carolina has been completely unsuccessful. And, and, and like when you look at their current regime with the new ownership and Matt Rule and the quarterback situation there, and like they like what, what about Matt rule in Carolina would be appealing compared to the saints. Yeah. And that's the, the thing. only, the only thing is like the Clemson proximity. That's really like, and I, I can promise you like being close to Clemson is low in the pecking order of, of decision of the decision-making process for Deshaun Watson compared to the and, other stuff. I'm talking and here's, about. Here's the thing. If you're Mickey Loomis and, you, and you, you're trying to get the measure of Deshaun Watson, obviously, but you're also kind of making a pitch, right? I think the pitches to him is, hey, Deshaun, Matt Rule, if you go sideways and something happens and you go 7-10 and 10 for whatever reason, they're going to blow it up. And they may hire a coach that you're not comfortable with. They may trade away players. They may do a complete rebuild around you, and you may be disappointed of where you are in two years. If you come yeah. to the Saints, I guarantee I'm going to be here. 
Dennis Allen's going to be here. Pete Carmichael's going to be here. They're going to be here for the next three to five, seven years of your career because we are a patient organization. We do things right, and we're going to build a team around you, and we're not unstable like the Carolina Panthers. Our coach and our step is not on thin ice. I'm not. So we're more stable. We're the best place for you, not like the Texans where you went through, a, you know, you had Bill O'Brien, but it was chaos and all that. And you had a crappy owner. Come here. We're stable. I think that's a I think that's a tremendous. I think that's a tremendous pitch. And that's sort of using the leftover reservoir, right? Of the success of the Sean Payton. Using that to close a deal on another quarterback. So Yeah. I mean well, uh, Nick's been waiting patiently with yeah, him in there as our Nick. as our uh, last uh, speaker of the day. Nick, what's, what's going you on, guys? Yeah, hey, look, y'all have done a great job. Just kudos to y'all for navigating this so actually really well. You know, I don't think anybody ever comes to Twitter to, like, change their opinion or mind or anything. But it is good to have these, like, opportunities to hear y'all's side and the way y'all kind of navigated this um, to be able to kind of get everybody's point of view on what what's to come. I mean, as fans, you know, the game is played weirdly enough for us as fans. Yeah, I know that and, sounds weird, but it's true. It's true. And look, Nick, Nick my thing is – on Twitter, whenever there's a controversial sports talk about it, I always just say, "This is how I feel." I- I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell you how to how to be a freaking Saints fan. I'm not. I don't tell people, "Hey, Mel Gibson is a terrible person. Don't watch freaking Braveheart." So, like, I just say, and, and that's what I wanted to do tonight. I wanted people to get it out there, try to work through, because I think there's a lot of people that are like me. Like, it's I'm I'm super freaking conflicted about it. I, I'm really conflicted about this. Do you Even think it's I different don't... with like with the Michael Jackson thing and like in Braveheart and Mel Gibson and all that? Do you think it's different? And and I think the answer is yes. I think the reason it's different with a Deshaun Watson or whatever is that when you watch a movie or you listen to a song, there's really no community tie. And the difference is like with Deshaun Watson, like we're bringing him into our community. He's coming right. to New Orleans. Like he's potentially getting a massage in New Orleans. Like, yeah. he, you know, like he's, uh, you know, he's embedded in the community. He's the face of the franchise. He'll be on billboards, you know, like it's, it's, it's just different. I, I think. think. No, that's right. And I, and so I think that, like, that's my only the things, thing. There. Yeah. I think one of the things that like, I guess I'm, this is, this is like hearing some of this has really done a great job for me too, to hear the other side, but cause this is where I kind of stand currently. Out of the 22 accusations, two of them have sexual in, in, like sexual encounters that actually occurred. The rest of them were just like – and this is not me defending what he did. Like what, You're right. 22 people say, say something happened in a similar fashion without ever speaking to each other. There's obviously some truth to it, right? There's no question about that. There's got to be some, some sort of truth to it. But also, like at the same time, I feel like a lot of people drug Deshaun Watson's name through the mud, whether it's warranted or not, before all everything came out, right? Before, like mm-hmm. it just came out, like it was like there's just 22 accusations of sexual assault. There's actually not. There's two accusations of sexual assault. The other 20 are sexual in like where he was uh, positioning his body. I'm sure you all read the reports as well. Yeah. But position his, his body in a way that seemed uh, – improper i guess if you will um for a massage it's gross and time, it's gross and inappropriate if you, as a person that gets massages regularly from a cerebral palsy it's gross and inappropriate and disgusting to right, treat correct. a massage person that way but it's, it's not, not but you're right it's not sexual right. assault I, yeah, and they I just, just sort of lump them all together that's fair. correct correct and, and and the other part that's tough about that is that it always is like when you hear sexual assault like that is it's the worst of the worst you're right like what does it take for that to be i mean this is like 
that's the worst of the worst. You, it, I don't feel like you can come back from that. That's not something that, yeah, everybody deserves a second chance, but as somebody who's willing to do sexual assault on 22 different people in, in a period of time, it's just, that's, you can't come back from that. There is no second chance for that. Mm-hmm. But it's also fair to say that, that maybe that, that's not what's being done. Also with the, the grand jury, the grand jury, they needed one sliver of anything. The prosecution needed one sliver. And I worked for an attorney for four years. One sliver of anything. And they would have, they would have prosecuted. What is the old saying? You can indict a ham sandwich if you want. Yeah, I mean, and so I, I, what I, what concerns me, or what my other thought is, is that how did they not find anything in 2022 with all of these, um, you know, technologies, it's a technology-driven world? Like, how is nothing? And I'm not talking about video or anything. I'm just talking about a message of anything. There's nothing that ever came up that gave them the sliver of anything to prosecute him on. So that's just my, mm-hmm. that's just like the legal side of it. Like, where's my mind on this? Like, look, if Mickey Loomis and them have more information than us everyday people that you, what you read on the internet, they have to have more information. So you, if, if they are confident in what they're about to do, they're going to put their billion dollar um, business on the line because that's what they're essentially going to do. If you bring in a quarterback, your franchise quarterback, a 26-year-old quarterback that's going to be the face of your franchise, and he has accusations of sexual assault, and they are valid, you and you bring him in anyway, you you can't come back from that. So I, I really think that if they're willing to do this, the deeper dive into this has shown that maybe it wasn't all it's cracked up to be. You know, like maybe it wasn't. Maybe there is some truth to what Deshaun has been saying he's innocent for, you know, like that. And I, I think the quiet obviously is because his attorneys have said, don't speak. I, that, that, I think that's pretty clear. No, Nick, it's good. It's great. I'm glad you, I'm glad you hung on with us and, and it's great. It's great insight. And it's just to me, uh, and thanks, thanks for joining us, Nick. Uh, and Andrew, as we, as we wrap up here, is it, uh, gosh, it's just like, is it so much to ask that, our our superstar quarterback, if we acquire him, is not accused of of something devious. Yeah. Like, is that so much to ask? You know, yeah. Like that. That's where I just keep getting hung up, and I'm just like, ugh. And like, just, God, God forbid, like something awful happens in New Orleans. Like, you brought this guy to your city, and and look, New Orleans has got its own problems, obviously with crime and all that. So like, but but, uh, man, like. The thing, like again, I'm not going to stop rooting. I'm not going to be like Kevin and, and and give up on the team and all that. But like, I respect Kevin. I I respect the hell out of Kevin. He's a friend of mine, obviously. But like, I I get where he's coming from. And like you said, like he he stands up for his convictions. And you know, look, this this better work. If the Saints <laughs> go down this path, like this better work because if it doesn't then it will be a stain on Gail Benson for the rest of her life. It'll be a stain on Mickey Loomis, might get him fired. It'll be a stain on a lot of people in that building. And right now, despite the whole Catholic Church thing, despite some other questionable stuff, the goodwill that that organization has with the city is at an all-time high, despite the fact that Drew Brees... And Sean Payton have now left. And mm-hmm. this, in some ways, this is a new regime. Now, Mickey Loomis, obviously, he's part of that, so he still has a lot. But, like, it's kind of starting anew. You got Dennis Allen now. You know, Pete Carmichael's the one that's really running the offense now. So, like, it, it's different. And to put it all on the line for Deshaun Watson, it's it's terrifying. 
It's terrifying. And, and I always, I always scream at media people like Bill Simmons and, uh, and it's a, it's, it, I scream at them. It's a little bit of a joke, but it's true is that the best thing New Orleans has going for her, for us is Gail Benson. She's not moving the Pelicans. She's not moving the Saints because she cares so much about her obituary. She doesn't want the first paragraph of the obituary to be Gail Benson, comma, who moved the Pelicans to Seattle in 2027 has died. Like she don't want that. Right. And the thing is though, she cares deeply about her legacy. If Deshaun Watson goes bad and it burns the saints organization to the ground, guess what'll be the first paragraph of her obituary. It'll be Gail Benson, comma, the owner of the new Orleans saints who traded for sexual, horrible, deviant slash whatever Deshaun Watson and spiraled the Saints into the dark ages and losing. So it's a risk, man. It's a risk for everybody, and that's why I just don't want it. Like, yeah. find, but, find but, another but path. Here's, here, here's the silver lining. It, it, I think this has a really good chance of happening, obviously. And if, if you're one of those – I think a lot of the people that we talked to tonight are willing to uh, look past – you know, kind of his transgressions and, and are excited about his talent. And you should be excited about his talent. Cause I, I do think on the field, uh, this, this, like I said, if it wasn't for all the other stuff, I would make this trade. Watch the, tw- the watch the ending of the saints, 2020, 19 game against the Texans. Just watch the yeah, last yeah, minute. I mean, he's, he's an awesome quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But I think the silver lining here is that if Watson really is guilty of what he's done, or what he's been accused of, I should say. And if he really has a problem, which isn't going away even after he's had kind of these these allegations and he's gone through this whole legal thing, and if, if he is going to get suspended and if he is going to cause more problems downstream, it, this is all going to blow up in the Saints' face eventually. So I think you can rest easy if you're on the fence knowing that like it's either going to work out and be okay – and you don't have to worry, or it's not. And if it's not, the Saints will pay dearly for this decision. So, like, I, I kind of feel like either way, like, you don't have to love it, but you can know that it, it's like it, it's it, it's going to have a fitting end based on how things how, how this guy really is. Yeah, there it you know? there ain't there isn't going to be a bunch of I don't think if the Saints trade for him when we look back in seven years. There isn't going to be of, oh, he kept his nose clean and he was great. He was fantastic off the field. But, oh, my God, he was horrible on it. We didn't see that coming. No, it's not going to be that. It's either going to be he's going to be awesome on the field and the Saints are going to do a ton of winning or he was a horrible, horrible piece of shit person and he kept doing the horrible stuff and he burned the Saints organization to the ground. That's, 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 that's what it's going to be. It isn't going to, it isn't going to be any middle ground. And that's why I say, no, don't do this. It's too risky, but thanks guys. We went an hour and 40 minutes. And I hope that if you're listening to this, that we took the topic seriously. We gave everybody their chance to have their say. We had a little fun. 
because we like to have fun here, but we took it serious and it's a big thing and it's weighty. And you know why it's weighty? Because we care so goddamn much about this team. Maybe we care even, Andrew, we, we care a little too much, but we care about the Saints. We want them to succeed and we want to feel good about them and we want them to be fun. And Deshaun Watson, while he can give us the winning, it also gives us a bunch of stuff we don't like, and it's complicated. And I'm just really, this was one of my favorite things we've ever done on this podcast, and I'm really proud we did it. Thanks for everybody for joining us. Uh, join us tomorrow night on the live stream. Probably the Saints will either have Deshaun Watson or they won't. Free agency madness will start tomorrow. And guess what? Me and Andrew will do, be doing breaking news all day as it results to the Saints. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your day, night, Sunday night, and we will see you again tomorrow.